did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hey everyone, before we record, and um, thank you for all the work that you're doing and take this in the spirit in which it's intended. We're all trying to get better every day. Um, I listened to the episode last week and one of the segments, I sounded like a Kanye West soul sample. Sounded very chipmunky. And I didn't have helium. I don't know what happened. It's a technical issue. I don't know how. I talk into the microphone and it comes out like uh, like it did. Uh, we can't have that. We're on the Basketball Podcast Network. We are setting a high bar here. We can't. I can't. I already sound not good. I don't have a radio voice. And it doesn't matter how long I've been doing this. Uh, I struggle as it is. And then on top of that, people are listening. It's like, is Josh five octaves higher? This is what is happening. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't need that question in addition to why have I been listening to this for, for 14 minutes? Like and you ask people to think about that. Probably that number's less if they make it that far. And then I start to sound like a chipmunk either. It's like, okay, now it's getting good. Now Josh is just uh, sucking helium as a bit. That's such a dumb bit. Or uh, we like we. it's just not good. I guess what I'm saying is not good. So let's tighten it up. Uh, let's do better, all right? And I don't know what button you have to push in editing. I just want my voice to sound like my voice. Fair. I'm not asking up for a lot. You know, this is not above and beyond. I just don't want to sound like Theodore. You know what I mean? Or the other two. All right. Good show, everyone. And I love every one of you. All right. Syllabus. Hello. From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is off-season episode 16 with Coos's Corner's Justin Coos Walker. Before I get to my interview with Coos, got to talk about TBT. We're one week away from the Charleston Regional TBT Tournament. Best Virginia, back. TBT back breaking news with best Virginia. As I'm recording this, I look on the internet and I find out that the guy with the least West Virginia, uh, background least WV ties in that, like he's, he's played West Virginia. He might've been in the state before he played for Ohio State and Ohio touches West Virginia, and that's the connection we had. But Caleb Wesson out, not on the roster. So West Virginia now has, or best Virginia, has nine guys on the roster. 
first of all, I want to be the first to wish Caleb Wesson the best in his future endeavors. But that leaves – so it either leaves a spot open or it absolutely does not leave a spot open. You know what I mean? Do you need – do you need more than nine guys? And Best Virginia may decide, you know what? We're good with an odd number. Let's run with nine, right? The maximum is six games spread out, you know, three games in four days. So that third game is going to be rough, no matter how many guys you have on the team. But they could do it with nine, right? Or, and this is what the Twitter feed of the Final Forecast just threw out there, they teased Gabe, Gabe Osaboyan, as a replacement for Caleb Wesson. Now, the the pros for Gabe Osaboyan, he's already in the state as of right now. I don't know what his plans are when TBT is going down, but he's in Morgantown right now, according to the internet. Working out with one Jawan Staten, who happens to be a roster member of Best Virginia. So putting two and two together there, maybe Jawan Staten's, hey, Gabe, got a spot. After you practice with me, maybe you just, you know, we got an extra jersey. I think it's going to fit. Caleb Wesson's about, you know, might be a little big. You also could make the case for Gabe that, According to the internet, he'll be in beautiful Spencer, West Virginia, at an auto dealership doing signing things, meet and greet, and it's not that far. It's a relatively quick quick ride from Spencer to Charleston, West Virginia. So, and it's two days before TBT starts when he's going to be in Spencer. So, unless he's got again, that all can be true, and Gabe could be like, you know what, I actually got. I've got this vacation at Myrtle Beach. I'm, I can't lose a deposit. I got to go to this. He could say that if he doesn't and takes him up on that, I don't think the supporters of West Virginia would be disappointed. It, he's a fan favorite. Gabe Osaboyan, and I, this, is, this is speculation, and I don't think he can do it because residency issues – uh, Gabe could run for governor, and I don't know if he beats Baby Dog, but I think he's got a shot. He's that popular in the state of West Virginia. So that would be a great pickup for Best Virginia. Even if he doesn't get in the game, it's good to have Gabe on your team. That's all I'm saying. And so spe- back to speculation, this is not confirmed that Gabe is going to be the replacement for Caleb Wesson, but I'm hearing – And by I'm hearing, I mean I'm absolutely not hearing anything, but he's one of four possible roster replacements. And the list I have is it's Gabe Osaboyan, it's Ted Talkington, it's Dominique Rutledge, or, and I think this is the one that I'm hearing the most as a possibility outside of Gabe, is someone else. (laughs) Who's is on the show? You got to know that name. If you're a WVU fan and you're on the YouTube, Coos. Coos hosts Coos's Corner. 
It's a growing YouTube channel devoted to college football. Plenty of focus on WVU. I know that Kuz is killing it on YouTube because when I watch a video, an ad pops up. And if you're getting those YouTube ads, that means you're you're going in the right direction. So Kuz is doing great on the YouTube. I wanted to talk to him about WVU football, basketball, other things. Kuz was outside for the interview. So, and this is something I didn't know that Kuz had as far as a skill. When Kuz talks, birds sing. So you're absolutely going to hear birds in the background. Kuz can make that happen. Not a Dr. Doolittle. It's very specific to birds. But here's my interview with Justin Kuz Walker. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all of your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. They got same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You got all the options in the world. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet against the Reds. You can bet against the Pirates. Listen, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Coos from Coos's Corner. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. What's up, Josh? Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for joining me. Uh, and you're a YouTube guy. You've got Kuz's Corner, thousands of subscribers. Tell me what went into creating Kuz's Corner and how's it going so far? It's going good. Actually, better than I expected. Uh, I started in August of last year, right after the Texas Oklahoma news broke. Uh, I was going through YouTube and seeing other people doing it. And I thought, you know what? And I had always in the back of my head wanted to do like a podcast or something. And I did never nearly knew how to go about it and never had really put forth the time and effort to, to get it off the ground. And I was watching some YouTubers and I ran across a West Virginia YouTuber, Golden Blue Dude. And I thought, it looks pretty fun. I think I'll give it a shot. And a, a, a local friend of mine who was also doing some, some uh, podcasting of his own talked me into it. Uh, and I thought, you know what, heck with it. I went for it and almost a year later, here I am. Awesome, man. And fantastic stuff. Definitely check it out on YouTube. Kuz, uh, you're a college football guy, obviously a WVU guy. And today, Big 12 Media Day started. Incoming Big 12 commissioners said the Big 12 is, quote, open for business. What's your thoughts on that? And how do you think the Big 12 is positioned right now in college sports? The Big 12, I think, is probably, if I had to guess, either third or fourth best conference right now, as far as comfort level, as far as stability. Uh, I, the ACC is kind of wishy-washy with that long-term deal, but they at least do have a long-term deal, which kind of keeps them from maybe getting poached because uh, it's so hard to get a, get a team out of it. 
that might actually be their savior right now. But um, Pac-12 obviously looks like it's on thin ice. So I, I would much rather be in the Big 12 than probably the ACC or the Pac-12 right now, for sure. And I, and I do like Mr. Yormark. I think he's going to be uh, – obviously, you know, he's he's not had a chance to put any of his talk into action, but I do like what he has to say. I think he's saying all the right things. I'm liking his ideas so far. So I think, I think uh, you know, making that outside-the-box hire was probably the right move. But we will see. We will definitely see. He's going on the listening tour he announced today. He'll be in Morgantown soon. So it'll be interesting to see. But, I mean, you know, the threshold – I mean, the the level – the bar set is Bowlesby. So I, if he can get above Bowlesby, that's a win, right? Well, that's, I'm not – no offense to that, man. It's not a high bar, right? Well, it depends on, <laughs> depends on who you ask. Uh, I'm personally not that thrilled. I don't think he did all that great of a job myself. Uh, but you know, you had some other Big Twelve podcasters and, and media folks seem to disagree with me. So they seem to think that you know he's he's the savior of the conference by bringing in these four schools. When in all actuality, between honestly, they hired Oliver Luck to do that. If I thought I thought they did, but uh, you know, who knows? That's a whole other discussion. So uh, I, and I hope the best for the conference, obviously the best for WVU, and we're all speculating, Coos, but if you had to guess five years from now, where would you put your money on WVU being in a conference? Oh, man, five in five years? Five years. 2022, so that puts us at 2027. I think we will be – this is a total guess, obviously, but I think we will be in an expanded version of the SEC. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it's a guess. We're all guessing, right? I think there'll be two to three conferences left. And I think we will get one of those final SEC spots. Gosh, what a – I mean, the Big 12 has not been, football-wise, a uh, seamless transition in the last 10 years. And then the jump to that big boy league, that'd be, from a football perspective – It'd be crazy, but who knows? I'm, I'm with you. Two to three conferences. Is, it seems like where it's going, the Super League of college football. We'll see what happens. Uh, but specifically WVU, you're a college football guy, and WVU's college football program, like so many things happen in the offseason, right? New offensive coordinators, slew of transfers in and out. Big 12 media picked WVU to finish eighth in the conference, and I know you disagree with that. But right. let's say they do finish eight, because what do you think happens with Neil Brown if WVU finishes the 2022 season eighth out of ten? Yeah, I think the fan base will be calling for his job, number one. And two, but I don't think I don't think he'll lose his job uh, because, A, he's going to have – I think he has a big buyout of like 20 million bucks or something. And I think, for, for better or worse, Shane Lyons has put all of his faith in Neil Brown. And I think he's going to give him a really long leash to try to try to build it. And I, you know, I don't think I know, don't know that the fan base will be happy with that. But I think that's I don't think he would have given him a contract extension were he not prepared for this. Right. Yes. I mean, and buyouts and and I understand that, but also it's wild to think about it. And of course, he inherited circumstances given to him. But right. this is fourth. Was his fourth season for Neil Brown, and three out of the four seasons, his team has been picked eighth in the preseason, and they haven't been that far off. So it's um, it is you know you can do great with recruiting rankings and stuff like that, then you can win the off season, 
got to put some wins together. And I'm with you. Like, I don't know what it takes for besides the fan base for his job to be in jeopardy. Um, but if it doesn't happen this year, then that's four years of 500 football. And I know the fan base is not going to be happy with that. Yeah, and it, it would be the first time we would have had that since the early 80s. Oof. Early kneeling, yeah. Um, yep. So speaking of football, conference games, we're in the Big 12 now. What in-conference WVU game football-wise do you look most forward to each season? Is there one team that you look forward to? Not a rival, but, like, I, I can't wait for this one. I mean, obviously the Oklahoma game is always one that you circle on the counter because it's Oklahoma. But I, to be to be frank, I usually expect us to lose that one. Uh, I'm just always circling, like, maybe this is the one – maybe this is the year we can pull it off, you know. But my expectations are never extremely high. And then the Texas game, obviously, because of, you know, we all hate Texas, right? So, uh, and I know this is I'm, – I'm holding horns down, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is an audio, uh, but he's definitely doing horns down. Horns down. Right. Anyway, um, no, I, and for obvious reasons, I mean, everybody – I think everybody lo loves to hate Texas. So, those two games are always circled. And other than that, I mean, I kind of count them all about the same. Uh, I don't really get overly excited about any of them, to be honest with you. What about basketball, Coz? Do you do you get up for any of the uh, particular yeah. Big Twelve basketball team? Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I love. Obviously, the Baylor game's always big because they've been so great lately. Uh, the T Texas Tech's always a great game, and of course, of course, Kansas. You're always can't always look forward to the Kansas game because you know we actually have beaten Kansas several times in basketball. So it's you always in basketball. I always feel like we have a chance, you know, even regardless of who we're playing. Right, football. You have. You know, Oklahoma's kind of become West Virginia's Miami is like we're never going to beat them. And then when I think they will at some point and it'll be fantastic when they do. You think the Baylor game's going to have any interest in Morgantown in basketball this season? <laughs> nah, nah, there's no, why would it? I mean, there's no there's no com, common denominator there. Right? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't oh, know why man. that'd be a big there's, deal. There's no there's no West Virginia players that, <laughs> on the Baylor team or anything. No, it's just going to be a home game. Uh, so let's talk about basketball, the off season for basketball, just as wild, uh, as the football. I mean, uh -huh. lots of guys in and out. Eric Martin just recently took a job at South Carolina right. state. So mm -hmm. give me your thoughts on the additions Huggins has brought in and just, a you know, we're in July, so we're not even close to the, right. to the basketball season, but just your, how you're feeling about the upcoming basketball season. I feel good about it. Actually. Uh, Hopefully I'm not getting my expectations too high, but I feel, I mean, we are extremely, as far as returning experience, we're, I think, the least amount in the power five, but but we're bringing in some experience from uh, not only, not not what experience at West Virginia necessarily, but experience at the power five or FBS level. Or, and that's, to me, that's exciting. You know, you've got the, the Stevenson kid out of South Carolina. We've got the Tucson out of Iowa. I think they're both, uh, and I think they fit Bob Huggins' style is what I like. I think the guys he brought in uh, all fit his style. The only one I question, and I'm not questioning his ability by any stretch of imagination, but I'm questioning how he'll work is Trey Mitchell. And I know Trey Mitchell's probably the most talented of the whole bunch, but to me, he's almost like another version of Isaiah Cottrell. Oh, interesting. As far as his style of play, and I don't know – if you know, and Isaiah Cottrell didn't fit or wasn't a, wasn't a, didn't work out, but you know maybe that was a just a personality issue. I don't you know personality conflict. I don't know, but I hope he does because he's extremely talented. 
But. He's extremely talented. You know, my, my, and you talked about it, Kuz, as far as – and LSU, like the whole team <laughs> got transferred over, and yet somehow WVU has the least amount of experience coming back right. for WVU. Right. Uh, the, in the Huggins era, I mean, my just initial impression, and based on how I felt going into last season with not as much turnover but still plenty of turnover, this is the most turnover Huggins has had. Uh, and so I'm I'm going in the prove me wrong. History says with all this turnover, there's an adjustment period. I mean, if these guys stick around, and so Huggins didn't go for uh, a lot of graduate guys. There's some guys that have some uh, uh, multiple years of eligibility. That year two of this group can be really, I mean, can be good. Year one. It's there. It's just you got to prove it to me because I thought it was there last year, and then we saw what happened. Yeah, I think uh, – but what I like about this, if you recall back right before the Press Virginia thing started, we, we went through a similar situation where we had a bunch of guys. We had a team that underachieved, or at least according to the fan base's uh, perspective, they underachieved. And then he he basically got rid of a bunch of guys. I mean, he got rid of some talented players, Aaron Harris, Terry Henderson. I mean, those guys were, were good. I mean, Aaron Harris went to Michigan State for crying out loud, you know, uh, and played for Tom Izzo. So it, it's not like they were scrubs, but for whatever reason, they just weren't a fit to what he wanted to do. And he, he said, heck with it, we're going to press Virginia. And lo and behold, they end up making the Sweet 16 and, you know, making four straight NCAA tournaments. And, you know, so I, hopefully they can do something similar this year. That's, what I, that's kind of what I'm hanging my hat on. I like your optimism. This podcast is called Unreasonable Doubt, so I may be unreasonable in this, uh, but I hope you're right. So last question, Kuzan, I appreciate your time. You're a YouTube mm -hmm. guy. When right. you're not recording and posting YouTube videos and you're on YouTube, what's your, what are you watching on YouTube? Outside of sports, inside of sports, what, what do you oh, get man. sucked into for, you know, oh, oh I'm going to yeah. check out one video and then 45 minutes later, you're still checking out videos? Great question. Uh, I do, I'll, I'll, honestly, mostly sports. Uh, I, I will occasionally find myself down a political rabbit hole and watching something political because um, I do love politics. Uh, I, I try not to bring that into my YouTube channel because for obvious reasons, but I do love politics. And uh, occasionally I will find myself, you know, I'm, 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 I'm kind of a, I like theology. Uh, so I, sometimes I find myself watching, uh, you know, an online minister or Bible teacher or something like that, um, occasionally as well, but it's mostly, you know, 99% of the time it's college football or college basketball related. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, if you do the political podcast, Kuz, let me throw you, what about Kuz's caucus? Hey, that's not a bad sound. I, I like to say Kuz's convention. <laughs> there you go. Kuz's convention. There you go. I'm trying to keep it illiterate. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I this is – I like it. Still there you go. Yeah, that's free of charge. That's for you. Yeah, spitball in <laughs> here. All right, Kuz, I appreciate your time. Check out Kuz's Corner on YouTube. And, Kuz, thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thank you, man. Can I spell it for everybody? Please. It's C-O-U-Z apostrophe S. It's not exactly spelled how it sounds. So uh, go check me out on YouTube, please. And uh, – Josh, I really appreciate you again having me on, man. It's been an honor. All right. Thank you so much. And the spelling will be in the show notes as well. So thank you, Coos. Thank you, man. Interact with the show. That just means interact with me on social media. 
on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt, on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV, on the Facebook at Unreasonable Doubt WV, or just type it in the search bar. Interact! Big thanks again to Coos for joining me on the podcast. Subscribe to Coos's Corner on the YouTube. Find Coos on Twitter at Coos206. That's at C O U Z 206. That's Charlie Okra Umbrella Zebra 206. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Or Spotify. That's another good one, too. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They had 16 wins and they had 17 losses. <laughs>